0: Stop. I don't stop Stop, when I'm tired. Stop, stop. Sean Connery. I don't stop when I'm tired. I stop when I'm done. We all have our secrets. Mine is competitive dog grooming on Tuesday nights.
1: Is this desk bigger or have you gotten smaller?
0: I always enjoy studying a new tongue.
1: I like to spend
0: more time with a pussy. Cats. Do you know what time it is? Time to clock off, actually. That's enough. And thank you, Sean Connery. Great accent, Ben.
1: Thank you. So you remember. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it.
0: <laughs> it's just, it puts a lot of air in the front. I like your pushy. Eh? <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> I mean, that line had to be in there, let's be honest. That's the <laughs> iconic Sean Connery line. But the reason we're talking about, or well, using James Bond quotes, is because we're talking about work-life balance. And I do have to say, I see James Bond as being someone who does tend to struggle To separate his personal life from his work life. He's an
1: overwork. Oh, he does.
0: He never stops. James. James.
1: Stop. You're making Sharon look bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're making all of us look bad. She only
1: works nine hours a day. (laughs) I'm impressed by that. Sharon, you're making Anna look bad. (laughs) She only works one hour a day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Just the one. But I do a lot in an hour. (laughs) (laughs)
1: hour Efficiency is key.
0: It's true. Uh, It's like fast forward. But James Bond, of course, he does work too hard and you know, it shows. There's a lot of wear and tear and, and I know he
1: looks different every every few years, like he does. He metamorphosizes how different he gets each <laughs> day.
0: Like you mean extra wrinkles and like
1: He looks like a completely different actor.
0: He does. I don't know if that's effective makeup or if it's Sometimes he looks younger. I don't know how. I reckon sometimes he looks younger. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know I'm not talking about Sean Connery. No, no, no. no. Daniel Craig. Mm. Daniel Craig. Well, who's your favourite Bond?
1: I've never really watched anything before Daniel Craig. Oh, so that's, that's so the So Daniel one. Craig. The name's Bond.
0: James Bond. Daniel Craig. Yeah. That was an easy answer, wasn't it? But yeah. What about you? Pierce Brosnan. I love Pierce Brosnan. He's just, yeah, I love, you know, he's Irish and he's just, he's charming. But he's, you know, the lines are a bit sexist. Oh, money, penny. Um, I'm just up here at Oxford brushing up on a little Danish. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we we are going to start with some fun facts before we jump into it. Oh, we haven't done our proper intro. Oh, and of course, ahoy, welcome aboard the 55 podcast. That's where we are, isn't it, Ben?
1: We are. We're at the 55 studio. Aye. Right, we in the studio. That's a nice way to save my spare bedroom, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I hope this mood lighting isn't for after hours. Oh,
1: it's for after this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're taking full advantage of the podcast setup. Yes. Uh, but today, of course, we are talking about a bit of a different, more of a personal topic. Um, It is about that... Finding work life balance and bringing hobbies and creative passions into your life, it's about how the hell do you do it because it's a bit of a challenge.
1: Mm, Certainly is.
0: Certainly is. But of course, before we kick off, Ben, we are going to have some fun facts. We are. Have you got your your facts ready to go? I do. And
1: the topic of today is actually very close not close to my heart, <laughs> but it is, it's is—it's very on brand or on theme with me at the moment because mm-hmm. I would actually say I'm probably going through a bit of entrepreneurial burnout. So my facts is in relation to something I've been doing recently to try and take my mind off work. And uh, it actually worked on the weekend. I didn't think about work at all. I didn't speak about 55 knots. I didn't wow. s- talk about the staff at all, but my partner probably got a little bit lost in me geeking out about G Major's seven chords and Beethoven jokes that weren't funny, but I thought they were hilarious. <laughs>
0: you know, life is full of mysteries, like Beethoven. Beethoven got rid of his chickens because all they could say was
1: Bach, Bach, Bach. And we took Lady for a walk, and I'm like, look, it's Bach. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like actual Bach, you mean? All the... D-
1: she was barking. Like
0: Into a tree? No, she's barking.
1: Yeah, she, she's a little.
0: Well, she's a musician in her own right. She likes to create the Mozart. Yeah. The Mozart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, see, there were bad jokes. But so, my fun fact is about what I'm learning at the moment, which is about electronic music. So it goes back to World War Two. So in post-war period, so after World War Two. Some artists and composers began experimenting by using different sounds to make music. Mm. The result was an avant-garde form of art that gave birth to Musique Concrete. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to any French listeners. Um, Basically using tape recorders and other electronic equipment to record sounds Mm. and use a variety of different technology to splice them back together to create a composition So yeah. some would say Or could say It was the birth Of electronic music
0: Wow I had no idea That there were origins In in that era That's really interesting
1: Yeah Apparently it used to take Like two weeks Because it's actually quite I think people think electronic music and they think 80s. Yeah. Yeah, but it goes way back. Um, but it used to take like two weeks to like layer up a composition.
0: Wow. Versus
1: now where you can create a song in a, well, you can't. I'm not a very good one.
0: <laughs> Just lay some loops down quickly and call yourself a DJ. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would play a bit of my music, but all I've done so far is what sounds like a ringtone for Take On Me
0: You're getting excited about that and um, last you know,
1: just episode, started. Last episode, I think I spoke about going. Yeah, you've yeah. only
0: done one session, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, I know you've dabbled in,
1: you know. I have dabbled. As I do, I just dabble and try to learn things. But because I guess it goes on to this topic, my brain just isn't wired at the moment to absorb new information very well because I'm too burnt out. Yeah, That's why I went, I need someone to tell me what to do. Show yes. me. Yes. But that's my fun facts. What's yours?
0: Fun facts. Yes, excellent. Uh My fact is about Daniel Craig... And his stunt work so did you know that in no time to die the film he had six stunt people Ooh. i know but the thing is he actually five died <laughs> <laughs> exactly they had to keep rehiring them throughout the process that's really morbid he actually does do a lot of his stunts and he's obviously ridiculously fit yeah very like ridiculous but there are certain skills you know like jumping out of airplanes or like rolling off a roof are quite risky. Rolling off, I no, just roof. couldn't
1: get the insurance. Exactly, because he's too he's worth too much money. Well, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> if you broke his nose, or yeah. I don't know, I mean maybe that would add to his character. I don't know. So we had six stunt people, which I think is really interesting. And I was curious, how much does a stunt double actually get paid? You know, oh. is there danger money? Because you'd think there would be danger money.
1: Well, there'd have to be. Yeah. And is there? Do you have the answer?
0: Well, the disappointing thing, according to salary. (laughs) They do it
1: for the love, the love of it.
0: The love of the danger, I guess. It's like those people that wash windows on big corporate buildings. Oh, yeah. Do they get danger money?
1: I don't know if danger money is a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just like to think it was. High stress, you know, corporate job that's a danger money there anyway. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. But
0: according to Salary Expert in Australia, the stats show and this is very disappointing the average base salary for a stuntman is only around forty thousand dollars AUD per year. What? What? What the wow, if you're a beginner, it's forty, and then for senior, it only goes up to like 50k. Oh, wow, I guess you do it for the perks and the travel. The perks and the travel. So maybe it's all inclusive, like, travel around the world your whole life.
1: Yeah, but still, you can't really go partying with Daniel Craig afterwards because you couldn't the forward one night out in the town with him, could you?
0: Well, no, I mean, I, I don't know that. I feel like he probably would go hard. You'd have a few whiskeys with him, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, but, like, it wouldn't be like, oh, you know. He may, makes you may, drink
0: for him because you're like <laughs> drinking stunt double. He's out at a bar. He's like,
1: can you have Tony, a, can you have a bottle of Don Perignon before I do, please?
0: Yeah, Tony, I'm going to need you to finish my alcohol. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, my stunt double. Uh.
1: Don't let this 300-year-old whiskey go to waste.
0: Yeah, don't. Oh, my goodness. And a cigar. Oh, All uh. of the things. But, yeah. So, you know, if you're looking at a career in, in stunt personing, you know, it's genuine. You
1: know what they fight. say. If you find a career that you love, you know, as you don't work a day in your life or something like that.
0: Something like that, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, if you're perusing the globe with Daniel Craig, it sounds good. Yeah. Although he has retired now, I think. Has he?
1: I don't, I don't know. know. I think he's, he's retired as Bond.
0: He's not Bond anymore. He's yeah. he's the real Daniel Craig. Yeah. he lives live his life.
1: <laughs> um, the real Daniel Craig please stand up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's not that gangster. <laughs> but work-life balance. So, of course, we've said Bond is not not the best example. But, yeah, let's just have a bit of a chat about it, Ben. And so you did sort of give us a little bit of a teaser that you were feeling – that you're sort of going through that entrepreneurial burnout mm. and you identified that within yourself. Is it something you've noticed before or what are the signs?
1: For me, the signs are I, I feel physically fit, yeah, but my brain feels like it's super hot. Mm. Um, so it's like brain fog, cloudy, can't explain it. Your head feels hot. Like your brain's almost too big for your skull if it's kind of how it feels. Mm-hmm. And then you start to get really emotional about things. Mm. Like it's hard to compute your emotions in a more um, like – some things that you re- react to, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, why did I react so emotionally over something so minor?" Yep. Um, so s- stuff like that is signs of burnout, fatigue. You start to lose a bit of joy for mm. the stuff that you used to lo- have joy for. Basically, you're living in your brain twenty-four-seven, mm. uh, and that's. I think it's more paramount a lot of the time with entrepreneurs and business owners because you're constantly thinking, "Where's my next like invoice getting paid? This staff problem. I got to do this. I got to do that." And it just doesn't. Sometimes I, I miss being an employee for the fact that once you left, if you're very good at it, which I was, yeah, yeah, I just go, okay, I've, I've left work now. This is tomorrow Ben's problem, yeah. But when you leave with your work and you don't know when your next, you know, invoice is coming in or your money, or you have got to pay staff and there's not enough money, and you can't stop but think about it all the time. So really hard starts to get wear you down over time. Mm. And I've noticed that I haven't actually taken any time off since December last year. Whoa! So. Um, my business coach reckons around this time every year, this is where it sees a lot of like burnout from people. Mm. Yeah, they haven't taken the time to reset.
0: Throughout the year if you have yeah. another like
1: solid break. Yeah. And it's like – because I went to the Philippines when I was working. Mm. I took two days off to Only enjoy. two days? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are sort of the signs of burnout is coming. And I've heard lots of stories of entrepreneurs ending up in hospital wow. um, where they can't actually work because they haven't looked after themselves. Eesh. So, you know, I don't know, stomach ulcers. They end up in a hospital – and the big problem with some of these business owners as well is everything relies so heavily on them that their business falls apart because they burn out, everything relies on them, they can't be there, they're in hospital, and then the whole business collapses because they haven't taken care of themselves mm-hmm. and they haven't set the business up in a way that's healthy. Yeah.
0: For them to maintain because it is the long game, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, sure, you do sprints but you can't sprint all the time.
1: No. Actually, the funny thing is I'm. Um, you know what I'm like. Uh, so my coach is like you'll probably take some time off but I don't think it'll stop your productivity because you're like one of the most productive people I've ever met <laughs> but what it will do is it'll actually help you be more emotionally regulated
0: yes that's
1: the word I was looking Make for better before decisions yeah so that when things come happen you'll be more equipped and deal with them without the amount of stress that you're dealing with them now because everything feels like Mount Everest.
0: And it is interesting yeah. how distorted your mind can get in a in a state of burnout. Like yeah. you're saying, it's sort of you're but you're noticing the signs almost objectively to yourself of like, oh that's interesting. Why would I this yeah. feel so intense. Why does it feel so intense? And how do I balance it? Why did I react like that?
1: I acted like an absolute Karen the other day on the phone. Did you? A customer service person. She deserved it. Thank you for calling
0: Technical support, but how are you doing today? I am your worst nightmare. I am calling over and over and over and goddamn over again. She wants to talk to me. She's been dealing with my situation for two days now. And I've been on the phone for three hours trying to reach her. And every time I call my goddamn number, I get your deposit. And none of you know what? what kind of a goddamn situation is this. Fire in the house! <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, I just went from zero to 150 yeah, yeah. in, like, anger over something very – Just gave me a little bit of a tiny bit of attitude. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not normally that person.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, it felt very out of character yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm, like, I'm too tired to deal with your shit. Pam. Pam. Oh, Pam's back. <laughs> she's working at the call center now. Yeah. Well,
1: she lost her job for QR codes. At and the then cafe, yeah. So she didn't awesome really enjoy street. cleaning. Um, she had a dust mite problem.
0: Of course. Allergies, <laughs> you know, that, another callback to an episode. <laughs> Love it.
1: And now she's in the call center, yeah. But, but
0: it, it is interesting, Ben, and I, I feel like I really – something I really admire about you is that you are so proactive, not only in your personal development but in your fitness. And so, you know, even though it's, it's amazing to hear that as someone who is so diligent going to the gym, you know, doing your workout, eating so well, rest, trying to add hobbies, you, you're still facing burnout. It's almost like you're an overachiever in your hobbies as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I actually asked my nutrition coach yesterday, I said, can I please take a timeout just, yeah. from diet yeah. and tracking? Great. I track every day my weight, my calorie intake, mm-hmm. my sleep, my recovery efficiency. What supplements I've had, my steps, and I also put notes about how I'm feeling. <laughs> like wow. I've been doing this for like three years, nonstop. Mm-hmm. And even like just keeping my freaking aura ring on charge and my yes. thing on charge, I it's all feeling like too much.
0: Yeah, to the maintain moment. the base level.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I do a lot, mm. and like you know, even just getting up in the morning. Oh, this is an overshare. Usually, I get up in the morning, I go to the bathroom, yes, to relieve myself, and then weigh so. myself, I weigh myself because I want to weigh myself before. You eat. Before I eat, so that I can put the right measurement down so I can get my average weight for the week. Yes, I know. Do I sound like OCD?
0: No, you just – you sound structured. That's yeah, what.
1: and so – but then some mornings I'm like, I just want to get up and eat. And Yeah. And so I'm like, but I have this whole process I have to go through before I eat. So it's just like a lot of little things and decisions I, or steps that I do every single day and it's just, it just comes to the other side of the day and it's like, ask me to learn something new. Mm. I can't – it's probably why I have to watch everything two times speed. I can't read books because I just don't have the attention. Mm. I've already used it all up. I think that's a sign of burnout as well.
0: Yes, yeah. your capacity to focus and yeah. learn and all of those kinds yeah. of things. So, what, so what are you doing? So, you're letting go of your diet for a bit.
1: I'm going on a two week, just a two week. No, don't care about my macros. Yeah. Eat what feels right. right. Um, not tracking anything. Mm. Not going into my fitness pal. Didn't step on the scales this morning Ooh. I breakfast. I did go to the toilet, but you know.
0: Well, right. I, just, I feel like I'm <laughs> holding back to break the habit.
1: <laughs> I don't want to go to the toilet until <laughs> after lunch. Just a break from that, yeah. take the next week off. I'm going to put all of my technology away. So good. Yeah,
0: And you're just going to what? just sort of have chill time. What are you going to do in your week?
1: I don't know yet. So I'm going to go sailing or float on the boat for a few days because yeah. I always get relaxed out there and it kind of constricts me onto the boat so I can't really go and do stuff, can't go exercise. Yes. I do believe exercise is always good though but I don't need to be like religious about I have to go and do this.
0: Every day. Yeah, it so I won't helps. go
1: for a walk. It doesn't matter how many steps I do. Like, you know, I'll go to the gym but I'm not really worried about the output for the next couple of weeks. Yes. And then obviously music production. I, just, I don't know. It's just – I read on Forbes, I think it was – I'm not sure what statue you have, so like let me know. No, no, lay them on me. Uh, I I was reading on Forbes a couple of weeks ago, so I was like feeling really burnt out. I'm like, how can I like stop thinking about my business? Cause it's like mm. destroying me. It's not destroying me. It's just like I need a break from thinking. Yep. And uh, one of the Forbes kind of said, you need to do an activity that stops you from thinking. So mm. even though production music production is creative for me, and maybe it's not the best activity, I did find that it distracted me a lot on the weekend and I was so motivated. I started to go lawn. I've been in music for Right, like played musical instruments my whole life but never understood the theory like if you said g major seven i wouldn't understand what you meant
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: because uh, i used to i just play sheet music on my piano and i just yeah. know what it means yeah uh, but now i'm starting to understand it because i've taken some time out over the weekends. Mm. and um oh yeah so i, I read on forbes that um, you should find an activity that doesn't stimulate your brain doesn't cr- require creative thinking uh one example was paddleboarding because when you're paddleboarding all you have to do is paddle like
0: it's one act- action yeah. kind
1: of. Yeah, so it's kind of that sort of mentality. I started doing running club because I thought when I'm running – have you ever tried to use your phone while you're running? It's impossible. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, so,
0: you can. I've seen it. It yeah. doesn't end well. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> running typos.
0: And you fall on your face and you break yeah. your phone. So
1: yeah. I have started a running club with at the gym as well just so I can go and run and, and evenings to kind of like it's a time to stop because yeah. I can't – even though I'll probably have music, I won't be checking my phone. Mm-hmm. All I'll be doing is focusing on one foot in front of the other. So it's sort of the activities of like stopping your mind.
0: It's excellent. Mm. So it's so proactive and also, you know, obviously you're not taking up, you know, it's not like you're taking up a, a dangerous hobby like doing the pokies to distract yourself. Oh, no.
1: And then on, then on the weekend I'm going to do like loans, like cocaine.
0: <laughs> Just about. That. Got to keep up that bad boy <laughs> oh, facade.
1: I know. No, because actually, no. Back in my younger days, I'm not an angel, I used to do that sort of stuff and it used to actually make me want to work.
0: Really? So
1: my friends would be like laying around in the lounge room being like complete, you know, scattered messes. And I'd be like on my computer building a website. Yeah, What? (laughs) It's probably a sign that I had ADHD because it calmed me down. And I'm like, okay, I've got this time clarity. Because you have to
0: focus on a task. Like yeah. you just go really deep on a task. Yeah. So I like half a focus for like two days and something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, that's funny. It, was, it wasn't to relax um, after all. No. But I think, Ben, as well, you know, talking about that, the sailing, um, even the photography, I think feel like when I met you, as well as, you know, having this high-powered, you know, design creative manager job, you were also on the weekends, you know, going out on the boat spot a yacht that was one of your businesses it was
1: contrary to popular belief yachties don't like to spend money on anything but their yacht so don't don't just assume they have money and want to spend it but i still do that as a passion now but i don't charge for it yes just like stunt doubles yeah exactly (laughs) i go out on my boat i see some nice shots of yachts you know doing something cool i take a photo stick it on my insta and whatever and yeah yeah people like it that's enough for me
0: and beautiful sunrises and things you often capture that on your way to work or
1: that was during lockdown last year. Every morning I'd go out and catch the sun rising. Mm. Um, you know, i do not usually that sort of photographer, but.
0: Yeah, they're you know, beautiful.
1: I, I manipulate them to feel a bit more dreamlike and make them. Yeah. purple into them and whatever. Misty
0: mornings in Sydney. Yeah. It look a little less bleak, yeah. Yeah.
1: So at the moment I am, I love all that sort of stuff and creativity is like a re- release for me, but I'm trying to find stuff, even though I'm struggling, what gets me off my computer because I'm on mm-hmm. it all the time and it's too mm-hmm. easy to like. Uh, I'm just going to procrastinate for a little bit while I think, oh, I'm just going to go on Slack. Oh, I'm just going to check my emails and the next minute you're right back in.
0: And you, f- you do, you get lost in this like pit of clicking links to different things and yeah. you actually forget why you walked into the digital room. Yeah, exactly. You?
1: So, you know. Not sure what where we're going with this. 2,000 years later. lot <laughs>
0: yeah, other questions.
1: Throw in some statistics rather
0: So, yeah, to break it up, I'm just uh, scuba-de-boo. Okay, <laughs> there's my stat. Uh, so 67% of people said their work-life balance improved when they started working remotely. But, interestingly, 65% of people admit working remotely they're now working longer hours than ever before Mm. so I think what's really interesting um and I guess it does come down to like your personal routine ritual discipline but yeah you can unlock more time to do things you lose the commute you know you can make your lunch at home you can work from the couch what a dream but you can also work from 7am to midnight Mm.
1: I don't have a problem with working at home from a productivity point of view but I did have a problem with the switching off point of view so Mm. I got another office
0: Yes. Away from home for
1: that reason. Yes. Because it wasn't, it wasn't about not being productive. It was just like Too productive. My office is in the middle of my house, and everywhere I walk around this place, and it was during lockdown, yeah. I could not escape work. Mm. It was literally there all the time. And mm. so I could not stop thinking about it. Yeah. So even with the door shut, I'm like, it's not like I'm like,
0: I don't know what's behind that door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know in detail all of the things that are there.
1: And then you hear like growl.
0: The well, lady.
1: No, there was a deadline.
0: Oh, <laughs> for your time, yeah. gnawing at the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it's like an intentional decision to separate your space. And that, yeah. and that is one of the things. I mean, I think a lot of people through COVID did go through some sort of burnout, yeah. whether that meant they had to change their job or they had to pull back or they're just still. Flooding along and, you know, we won't even talk about nurses and medical workers who are still like flat chat yeah. with all of the COVID responses and things. But boundaries, like you're saying, being very intentional with the spaces that you work in slash play piano in are yes. very important. So, so this
1: is – we're working from my music room now.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: sorry, what well, we're working from my music room. But it was
0: your Marilyn room.
1: It was at the old place, but now it's my music room. It's a music room. Yeah, so even though we're doing the podcast in here, it's on theme, but, yeah, my piano's in here, my bass flute's in here, my mix, so I've got two mixes in here. Uh, this is where I record my music and the podcast. I've got three microphones. You'd think I would sing, but, you know, I don't.
0: Well, That's, for my, that's
1: for my flute because I'm a floutist.
0: Floutist. <laughs> yeah. And you'll have to play a little flout jingle. I have to play
1: a little flout.
0: <laughs> what about the couch? Do you just come in here and chill out sometimes now because it's not your workroom?
1: Sometimes. This is a bed.
0: Oh, it's a bed. Yeah, so yeah. you can put. It's a nice couch here, everyone, and – um. I mean, maybe we could, we, you could record the podcast lying down one day. We could do like a in bed. <laughs> <laughs> bed and, bre- and breakfast. It's uh, just me serving you breakfast. Uh, Karen Walker, which is um,
1: <laughs> Megan Malali and her husband, I can't remember his name. He's a funny comedian as well in America. So Megan Mullally is Karen Walker from Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a podcast and it's in bed with um do Megan they, do and they film it in bed? Yeah, they record it in bed. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah, and they have guest celebrities come and get in bed with them.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> that is fun. Get on the get on the couch. It sounds yeah. like more Aussie. Yeah. On the couch with Ben and Anna. Yeah. We
1: and do. then they just have the mics and they record.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Have them down at the office. You know, yeah. you can take them across <laughs> the harbor. Catch the ferry. On yeah. the ferry with Ben and Anna. It's very nice. Awesome. <laughs> uh but I do think, Oh, that was a fairy horn. Who's oh. that? <laughs> oh, yeah, they do sound pretty loud. You get used to them, don't you? Yes, yeah. Yeah, the, the sounds of Sydney, uh, the music of Sydney, if you will. I like to hear you do some electronic mixing with the fairy horn. That's, oh, yeah, okay. that's your challenge. Sure. Okay? So, yeah. As you're chilling out. What do you think then? We've kind of tackled it, but the biggest obstacles to spending time on your hobbies or the things that chill you out from work, like, what are the biggest challenges other than, you know, being working at remotely and in in the space that you live in sometimes?
1: The biggest challenge is stopping yourself from letting yourself enjoy these hobbies. Mm. So I find sometimes you're like I got this problem over here at work or in my business and I can't go and do this thing that relaxes me until I fix it. Yes. So that's probably the first problem and that's you shouldn't do that.
0: As in you shouldn't wait till everything's fixed before you can relax.
1: You're running a business. There's never going to be a, a time where there isn't a problem. Like it's just the nature of business running. So you'll actually deal with that problem better if you go and do that thing that relaxes you, so that you can come back and think about it more clearly. It says I'm preaching to the choir here though because I don't do this myself, and yeah. I, I know it's what I, I I try. Yeah. And I'll go through picks and troughs. Like I'll go through periods where I know that I'm fine. Yeah. And I can deal with the problems, but I do let my hobby slip. But then. When I'm in a stage now where you just like, you just got to listen to your body. It'll tell you. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting there at 10 o'clock and you feel like, I've been actually, I've been waking up and and all of my apps say, your recovery is really good today. You slept really well. I'm like, why do I spill? Like I haven't slept at all.
0: Wow,
1: um, so that's your body going. Your body is like, "Yeah, we're great, but your brain's like, f*** you.
0: you've done all the right things yeah. in terms of routine, yeah, but there's just your max capacity.
1: your mental capacity is because when you sleep, I think I still think about everything. Mm. so it's like constant. like i've I've had six migraines in the last two weeks.
0: What? You didn't yep. tell me that. Jeez. Yeah, I had one
1: last night, so I woke up at three AM and took a beta blocker.
0: <laughs> Whoa! And that's pretty bad when you have to take a beta blocker.
1: Yeah, and vertigo last week as well. So it's just yeah, like the dizziness. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So I think that's all burnout and stress related. Mm. Uh, you know, stomach cramps and bloating for yep. the last two weeks, like really badly. So
0: yep,
1: uh, and nothing's happened. My diet hasn't changed. So <laughs> it's I would gotta be stress. I would say it's burnout and stress. Yep. Um, so yeah, listen to your body and go and do that thing that you enjoy. And if you're struggling to enjoy it, that's probably another sign that you're
0: burnt out. Or we'll do more of it. Don't they say there's that, that um it's like if you don't have time to meditate, you should meditate for twice as long. Yeah. Whatever it is that you think you don't have time for. Yeah, you well, just set short goals.
1: Like like you would at work for something you don't want to do. So mm-hmm. I hate counting. So I have a little time on my desk and I press it and it yep. goes for twenty five minutes. Yep. And I just go, I'm gonna do this thing for twenty five minutes. Yes. So same with meditating. I'm not a good meditator, but like if that's what you wanna get into go, I'm just gonna do it for a minute.
0: Yep. Even a minute. Yeah. It's true. What's that called? The Pomodoro method? It is the Pomodoro. Minutes? Yeah, yeah. It really works, doesn't That's it? super helpful. And what is it they say that your brain relaxes when even if – was it every half an hour, 25 minutes, you go from like a small focus to a wide focus? Yeah. I've been trying that as well.
1: I really enjoy it. But I'm also very like stress-oriented person. It's just kind of intuitive to what I'm saying. So if I'm like, I have 25 minutes to do this thing I don't want to do – I'll get it done really fast. You'll pump through it. Because it's like a race against the clock. It's like like fun. (laughs) Uh, adrenaline, yeah. And I find I usually do it in five minutes. I'm like, why did I put this off for a week?
0: (laughs) That's the thing, (laughs) isn't it? It's like the anticipation of that task just because you emotionally don't enjoy it. Anticipation. (laughs) Anticipation. Sorry. Rocky Horror Picture Show, anybody? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a classic, of course. It's a classic. I I hope it comes to Sydney again soon. I mean, it's always always somewhere. We went and saw it up. uh, What's the theatre? Just the actual cinema up in... Ensemble theatre. Yeah,
1: so yeah. we went, yeah. we went and watched um, just the movie replay a couple of months ago, John and I and my friend Rachel. And just to you know how the English are very good at, like, damn it, Janet, Slot, like, and they.
0: What, it was like an interactive movie? Yeah, movie.
1: really? The English love the interactive mm. version of Rocky Horror Picture mm. mm-hmm. Show, so. Mm-hmm. It's super fun, like alcohol. I don't
0: know. You could do that. That's excellent.
1: Yeah, so that's why people go and watch it when it comes around. It's so that they can interact with it.
0: Because you can not do that to live performers. That no, they cool. do. It, they do it to the live. Do
1: they really? As well, in England, yeah. So when it's it goes around, it. they yell out when Janet says stuff. It's like it's
0: flat. <laughs> <The laughs> conversation. It's like yeah. an old Shakespearean show where audiences were yeah. throw things at you as well. Like it's a lot more interesting.
1: Yeah, so it's super super fun. Like look it up on YouTube. Like I you know, will. Yeah, carpe show uh interaction like uh Stephen Fry is like the narrator yeah, in yeah, one of yeah, them yeah. and that's where they're interacting oh, he's excellent yeah
0: he? but it, and also live theater like that's I think why I love performing as well because it's when you're on stage or you're in the audience and you are should have asked
1: you why you, how, what are you, you doing relaxed I'm so sorry well, no, it's I, all about me well
0: it, it is <laughs> no, um no. sometimes it is yeah no but I'm also interested to learn from you because I feel like you're a high performer and you know so are you really well, I, but I the burnout the stage thing, I, is really I struggle with it. It's, it's, <laughs> I have to step up high onto the stage. To perform. Yeah, but, but <laughs> you have to be so present and it's mindfulness. Yeah. You know, it's like training your brain to do mindful stuff. But I think
1: – Yeah, but you really enjoy it. Mm. I think when you're singing and you want like – or you're doing anything that you want to do really well, you've got to get lost into it. You do, yeah.
0: yeah. Like rehearsing is fun. Like it's easy. You, you know?
1: know, when it's like people are judging people on stage and they're like, oh, you sung well, but we could really tell that you were thinking about every step. Yeah. Step and I just really read them for it. Yes. Because you got to get lost into it.
0: You do. Yeah. I mean, you can get over analytical in yeah. anything that you do, kind yeah. of, but it's just sort of, and if you're burnt out, you probably will get over analytical. You so will. It is it's catching it early. Like, that's yeah. the biggest challenge for me, you know, particularly working full time and then trying to do all my drag stuff on the side. I find that it's like I'll get to a stage where I'm getting, I'd start to feel Exhausted. so overwhelmed. Yeah. And then, and particularly if drag gigs are, you know, at, 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. like oh no this is bedtime yeah but you know they're the awesome opportunities and you want to you want to do them so it's sort of going yeah how do I
1: I always thought I'd love to join a band, but I just don't think I am. Could commit to long rehearsals? To go, I'm too old to go on at one a.m.
0: <laughs> oh, you're like, can I do the matinee band set? Thank you. <laughs>
1: can I do the one for the children?
0: <laughs> yeah, the oldies. I'll join the
1: Wiggles. Yeah, <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> see, that'd be fun. Yeah, I agree, and that's lifestyle. Yeah, when you have to go because, to be honest, Ben, like, I kind of had a few weeks where I just was going to bed at one a.m. And i have been like pumping through stuff at night. And Although I could do the 4 a.m. set because I could get a bed coming. <laughs> you could get up early. Yeah. yeah. You could get up early. That'd be great. People are still raging from the night before. You're just jumping.
1: Coming in fresh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Inspiring. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just realized that I wasn't sleeping enough and I felt so ill. And then I was also just feeling run down, had a bit of like felt really off on Friday and then just slept all weekend, had a, had a few migraines as well, which was really interesting. Mm. But then this week, having slept better – rested I feel like a whole new person yeah sleep is so incredibly important it's,
1: it's good you need to, you need to switch off yeah and um, there's an actual stat as well that 37 percent of entrepreneurs suffer from depression wow on their business so wow it's very important and it's something that's not spoken about at all mm-hmm. um, well it is but not – I shouldn't say at all because otherwise I wouldn't know. There's a
0: stat for you. There's <laughs> a
1: stat, but it's not – most business owners will go, you go, how is business? I'm like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, we've done this and this is amazing. Win, 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 win.
0: You're to hype it up as they well. I want to
1: tell you if they're struggling because yeah. then it's, yeah. it feels like, well, you want your business with me if you know that we're actually struggling at the moment with yeah. finding clients and our, or our staff expenses too high. Like, But that's something that you sit on your shoulders. You don't mm-hmm. want to tell your staff that either because you don't want them to worry about their jobs. So yes. a, lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs, founders – will have all this worry on themselves. They don't want to share with anybody because they don't want to scare away prospects. They don't want their staff to worry. And so they always go, everything is fine. Everything is great. And so most of the time it's not. So there is actually a high rate in um, also suicide with really? entrepreneurs because they associate themselves with their business. If the business is failing, they're failing. Mm. And so they, they struggle. Mm. With it. There's actually um, a sad story last year. I think of an entrepreneur who started this company in New Zealand mm. Made millions of dollars for it. The media went after him and then he made a bad deal and lost all his money. Yeesh. He moved to Singapore, but then he couldn't handle it. And
0: yeah. Wow. did
1: it for himself. But yeah, so if you are with one of these entrepreneurs and this is hitting home for you, then go seek help. Uh, but also go make sure that you find a way to separate the business mm. You know, and talk. Just talk. Be open. Mm. Not necessarily with your staff, but people you know. Go find business owners.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. If-
1: I, my group of people, well, my my business owner friends, once we start talking, we realize we all have the same problems. Yes. Um, and so we get to like talk to each other about it and it's not a big issue. I mean, you probably don't want to tell your clients, hey, you're <laughs> not doing so well, but go find some other business owners that you can bounce off so that you feel like you've got a support group because it can be tough.
0: Yeah, totally. And also, even if you're quote unquote not doing so well, that maybe just means you're not making as much money. It doesn't mean your services aren't still excellent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's this idea of just like exponential growth or blah, 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 you know, all these other pressures. So
1: I recently shared on LinkedIn a story about the struggle I've had with 55 knots over the last three years because it hasn't all been peachy. Mm. Like It's been tough for everybody, but I shared that and that creates a real element to your business and people resonate with you if they more if they realize you're not perfect. Yes. Yep. Um, so don't be afraid to share your story. You know, it's, sometimes it's easier to share the story after you've gone through it because um, you've survived
0: it <laughs> than whilst you're going through it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And a, a great, great advice for other business owners and to reach out and connect and share the struggle uh, and share the wins too, because it's it's just always going to be like that, isn't it? It's yeah. So, smooth sailing.
1: I feel like this is a bit of a depressing, not
0: depressing <laughs> episode, no. but, but um, I think it's keeping it real. And I think w- what we've spoken about is, you know, you can't trust your mind when you're burnt out. Often yeah. you'll be tricking yourself with these negative ruminations and these thoughts, and so it's like how do you gently take yourself out of that through self-care, going yeah. on a boat, I'm on a boat. Uh, <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Uh, old Spice, I'm on a horse. Oh, on a horse. No, I'm thinking of the no, he's lonely on- island. Okay, he starts on a boat. He goes, I'm on a boat. Yeah, no, I'm on a horse. Diamonds. <laughs> so many diamonds. I'm the man your man could smell like <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so naughty isn't yeah. it so cheesy it's I love very challenging. i love that ad uh, do you wear old spice no i think i'd know no. yeah i can't smell anything
1: actually. i'm the man your man doesn't smell like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want to get us some old spice now. Yeah. it's an iconic ad that if you haven't seen that ad if you're in the business of promoting your business then it's an excellent yeah go check it oh, check old it double spice. deck it so, i think I've,
1: I've actually played that ad on one of the episodes while you were gone. I oh think. Yeah, yeah 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 it's so interesting. I was talking about advertising. So if you go Od- back advertising. I think it's episode number 37. Yes, yes, yes. I think it actually is 37. Yeah. Oh
0: no well I know.
1: done. Uh anyway it's called advertising there's two quokkas on it with um neon things around their necks. I talk about Old Spice in that one if you want to hear the
0: ad. It's pretty odd quirky. Quirky. It's quirky. But we love it. We love a good advertiser. We do, Ben um well I really appreciate you sharing you know, your true experiences and um being vulnerable and open. And and also like like I said, I do really am genuinely inspired by you as a friend, seeing the self work that you consistently do um and the opportunities that you create for others in your life. So keep it up, mate. Oh, thanks. Spanks. <laughs> thanks, <Spanx>. Thanks, spanky. <laughs> How did you know I was wearing spanks? No, oh, oh, when you've got skinny jeans on, you could wear some spanks too. No. No, they're not in fashion anymore skinny chains not fashion anymore well at least I don't have a muffin top
1: uh, oh excuse me
0: uh, no that's okay. good but in all Thanks. honesty I yeah, appreciate it and let's well, we'll do a jam session sometime and look forward to hearing your techno tracks
1: uh, electronic music
0: <laughs> Ele- sorry electronic music I'm just gonna find you at a rave one night you're just gonna be like I'm just doing research on my new musical style
1: yeah, this is um, a business expense.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, seriously,
1: you know. Actually, I found it, I found out a way to make it a business expense because <laughs> we do audio engineering. Oh, yeah, that's part of it. Um. So, yeah, so me going to learn music production is something I'm interested in yeah. and we sell it yeah. even though I don't do it personally. So I'm like, yes, business expense and a personal win at the same time.
0: That's But that's excellent.
1: Oh, that's another good tip. Well, it is a good tip actually is go speak to your accountant. There's very clever ways to make your business work for you mm-hmm. in ways to help your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Get that house that you want. There's, there's some very clever accounting that you can do. So it wasn't until I moved into my accountant's office because I shared an office with my accountant because it's a cool office. has a beautiful view over the harbour. It spoke to my heart. Um, and my team's all in the Philippines. So we're all remote. So I didn't need an office of my own. But um, I've just learned so much in the office about, mm. what, I can do that with my business? What? I can do that? So there's, and like, it's actually been able to help supplement my lifestyle a lot more yep. because there's lots of stuff I didn't realize I could do to, that would benefit me. And mm. so, if you have a business, make sure that fucking thing works for you.
0: Yes.
1: And stop paying yourself the minimum wage and paying your staff more than you. Like, make sure you look after yourself. Go fucking meditate. <laughs> Go find something that relaxes you, inspires you, that makes your brain switch off from work because you need it.
0: Amen to that, Ben.
1: Amen, sister. Sisters be
0: doing it for themselves. Not burning out. <laughs> Another parody song fresh yeah. from the lips of
1: Benjamin William. <laughs> i don't, not sure if the syllables aligned. Sisters be doing it for themselves.
0: <laughs> we'll produce it more formally and get back to you. Yeah.
1: So if you have any questions about anything you've heard on today's episode, or if you just want to have a chin wag about your business, uh, send me an email at podcast55knots.com.au. at Otherwise, until next time, fair winds and smooth seas.
0: Toodaloo!